0: This is Optimal Parenting Daily, episode 159, Seven Steps to Financially Prepare for a New Baby, by Amy Beardsley with SmartMoneyMamas.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of OPD. I'm your host, Greg Audino, here to bring you some of the best parenting articles around. And these next couple of days will be interesting, um, as today and tomorrow's post will pertain to finances. Finances. Once in a while, we talk about the financial aspect of parenting. And we found a few great posts on the topic to share this week, so we'll be doing just that. Let's start this one off. It's from author Amy Beardsley, as we optimize your life. Seven Steps to Financially Prepare for a New Baby by Amy Beardsley with SmartMoneyMamas.com. Preparing for a new baby is incredibly exciting, but amid all the joy of your growing family and adorable tiny clothes, A new baby can be a major shock to your financial system, but your little one doesn't have to overwhelm your finances, and we're here with seven steps to help you prepare for the financial challenges of growing your family. How to Financially Prepare for a New Baby. Here's what you need to consider. Number one, know where you stand financially. This first step is the most important. You must know where you stand financially. Now, it's important that you're not afraid of these numbers. Many mamas focus on the big picture and feel instantly overwhelmed. They think they won't be able to afford a baby because they have so much debt. But that isn't what this is about. Instead, it's time to get honest about your numbers. Start by asking yourself, How much money do I spend each month? How much debt do I have? What type of debt do I have? Is it high-interest credit card debt or student debt I can manage? Am I living paycheck to paycheck? And do I have an emergency fund or other financial cushion? Ask yourself each question and answer honestly. You're not judging yourself or your finances. You're simply taking stock of where you're at so you can make a new mama money plan. Number two, prepare for baby expenses. When reading parenting books and articles, you'll notice each has a long list of items you and your baby can't live without. But here's the thing. You don't need all of those things. Before you fork over the cash, take a minute to stop and get clear on your money and parenting values. Are you a minimalist? Is it important that your home is not an overwhelming place? If that sounds like you, too much baby stuff will cause stress and leave you with little money left over. You can also consider what items are best to buy secondhand and what you should buy brand new. Don't forget to think about childcare too. The waiting list for some daycares is incredibly long, so you'll likely need to do this sooner rather than later. Number three, understand medical expenses. The average out-of-pocket cost of a delivery is between $5,000 and $11,000. So talk to your doctor, hospital, and insurance company to find out what it might cost for you. As you determine your medical expenses, consider your insurance deductible, your baby's separate deductible after the first 30 days, and your co-insurance costs. Also keep in mind that medical expenses don't stop after you deliver your baby. You may need lactation consultants, mental health care for postpartum depression, or other physical issues that result from giving birth. Number 4. Consider your maternity leave If you're a career mom, the last thing you want to do is rush back to work after having a baby. But, of moms go back to work out of financial necessity after only two weeks. That's why it's essential to plan ahead. You can create a financial plan that allows you time at home with your new bundle of joy. Start by talking to your employer. What type of leave do they offer? Is it paid? Can you save up sick days to cover more time off before returning to work after maternity leave? Don't forget that FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act, can provide 12 weeks of protected job leave. That means your employer can't fire you for taking time off after having a baby. Now might also be an excellent time to transition into working from home doing your side hustle as a new mom. If you go that route, make sure you have backup childcare while you work on your business. Number 5. Save an emergency fund Part of becoming a parent is making sure your family is financially safe. After all, you don't know what your life will look like once your baby arrives. What if you have unexpected expenses? What will you do? Fortunately, that's where an emergency fund comes in. If you don't have one, start your emergency fund by saving the equivalent of one month's expenses. Then work your way up to setting aside enough money to cover costs for three to six months. An important part of your emergency savings is to keep it separate from your regular spending account so you don't accidentally spend it. Mom brain is real, and crazier things have happened. Number six, secure proper life insurance. Life insurance is the last thing you want to think about as you're bringing a new life into the world, but it's so important. Even stay-at-home moms need life insurance. It's an excellent way to make sure your family is stable and secure no matter what happens. Term life insurance is the most affordable option, especially for young couples. If you're getting a policy while pregnant, don't wait. Your pregnancy could cause high blood pressure or gestational diabetes that can affect your approval and premiums. Some insurance companies even use your current weight. So, if you're far along in your pregnancy, your rates could be significantly higher. Number 7. Create an estate plan. Wills and trusts are for everyone. Think about this. Do you want to have a say in who takes care of your child if you died prematurely? Obviously, the answer is yes. And an estate plan can help. You can also include a family emergency binder in your estate plan. Your binder can give a trusted person the information needed to handle your finances in your absence, including where to find your will and how to access your bank accounts. Preparing for a new baby, the bottom line. When growing your family, the more solid your financial plan, the easier it will be to transition to this new way of life. Use your nesting energy for things like creating a financial plan. An emergency binder, and estate planning. Preparing financially for your new baby is a much better use of your energy and money than stocking up on diapers and other items you may not need right away. You just listened to the post titled, Seven Steps to Financially Prepare for a New Baby by Amy Beardsley with SmartMoneyMamas.com. And thanks a lot to Amy for offering up this article today. Obviously, all parents-to-be consider the role that finances play in having a child. How could you not? But today, we heard some really specific, comprehensible steps to take. But I think a really important takeaway from all of this, something that's sort of hidden beneath the cracks, is that this financial planning really generates more space for emotional connection with your children. Whether it's because less time needs to be devoted to figuring out finances that could instead be spent with the baby or just because the lack of financial stress from having it sorted out earlier enables a calmer, happier environment for you to be in with your baby, getting ahead on things like financial preparation opens a lot more space for the meaningful, intangible aspects of raising a child. And obviously, all parents want more of that. So, go balance your checkbooks, if that's still a thing. I don't know. (laughs) It's time for me to get out of here today. It's been a great post, and tomorrow we'll actually look at another financial necessity for parents that being saving for college. I'll look forward to talking with you then, where your optimal life awaits.